I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Shop Amazon for last-minute gifts. Great deals for everyone on your list. Gifts for mom and gifts for dad. Even for your sister and your brother, Chad. Ah, shoot, we didn't realize we were supposed to get a gift for our dog walker guy. We almost forgot about our dentist, Dr. Kerr. We didn't expect to get a gift from her. Or our cousin, I forget his name. He got us something nice, better reciprocate. For last-minute deals on gifts for people you forgot. Get fast and free shipping at Amazon. Oh no, sorry, there's a guy over the road from my house and he has like gym equipment in his front window up at the top and sometimes he works out there. So I'm filming the podcast today from my living room with the with the curtains open just in case we get a workout. Uh, what time is it? One thirty-eight. yeah, 20 minutes until his workout. So um, I'm joking, I don't really know when his workout is, but I just... Okay, that was awkward. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. It's Lesbian Visibility Week, so this week we're looking at some of our fave lesbians paving the way for queer women. Danny's got a letter about some loud, lip-smacking neighbours. And Billy tells us about the pulled pride that never made it online. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Oh God, I'm alright, how are you? Oh my God, I've just got an iced coffee and I'm just not happy with these beans. We're on ration beans. Ration beans. Well, I say ration beans. Basically, what has happened is, you, you know when you buy coffee or coffee beans from the shop? Yeah. Well, I sent Joe and he got these awful dark roasts. Like the, the beans are like black, they look like rabbit shit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they're just too strong, so they've been in the back of the cupboard for ages. And then every time we run out of other beans, emergency I just, bean, I just uh, yeah, emergency beans. I just basically throw these in. <gasps> so basically, I'm on the emergency backup coffee, and it's. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's it's icy, 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 and very, very tasty because it's full of sugar. So yeah, that's about as interesting as my morning's got. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right, actually. Yeah, um, I put on our socials this week um, because this this sort of section we're not doing much, are we? Fuck all, right? If I'm being completely honest with you, though, I have sorted out my garden. Oh, you were going to say something then? Sorry, go on. Yeah, socials. I said on our socials, what do people want to hear about? And somebody wants to know about my Tinder updates with the girls. Do you remember when I said I was gonna? Did you do it? <laughs> I changed it. Right. Guess how many matches I got. Go on. Guess. Four. 
Right, I swiped. Teen. Right. Thousand. I was like, right, on every girl. Any girl, didn't matter what she looked like. I just wanted to get a match. I got one match. <laughs> You're lying. In a week, I got one match with a girl called Kelly. And I said, hi. And she just didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> I think they must have been like, he's well gay. Well, I was thinking, I'm, I definitely look like a pufter in all my pictures. Yeah. <laughs> because that's just how I look, though. I, I can't. I'm not gonna change that just for you ain't you ain't you ain't embarrassed to that girl exactly. Sorry, can I be honest as well about this coffee? Go on. The only reason I'm able to drink it is because it's got about half a bottle of Bailey's in it. <laughs> okay. So halfway through today, I could be really drunk. Um, do you know what I was gonna say to you before? Uh, my mum gave me all her old. Um, my mum gave me all of her old outdoor furniture. Right. So I've got a big L couch. Some pots. Well, the spa up the road from me was selling bedding plants. Right. When I was out on my essentials shop. Got a load of bedding plants, planted it up, planted some planters in the front garden. Honest to God. It's like ground force. <laughs> Charlie Dimmer, keep your eye out. I was out there without no bra on. <laughs> my tits jiggling round in the fucking wind. <laughs> it looks gorgeous. I'm watering them every night and every day. As soon as I go back to normality and I'm back doing gigs, they'll have all dried up. They'll all be like, look like four bags of weed on the front. They'll just be all dried up <laughs> brown crap. Right. But I'm hoping it's all going to come into bloom. And I also, um, I actually did a gig this week. Where? How? I hosted um, a Monday morning um, conference for a business. On, on like Zoom? On, yeah, like Microsoft Teams. So it's like, basically, yeah, like Zoom. And they did like a, a a talent show. And all the team had to film a video over the weekend of their talents. And then I judged it and like read them all a little bit and then sung a little song at the end. What was the worst talent you saw? The worst talent that I saw? Well, there was one guy who was doing all boxing at the beginning and he was like, I'm a, I'm a boxer, I like to stay fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, he like covered the camera up and I could just tell what was coming. And he like, then he was sat there in, in like a, a blonde wig and a dress and was like, oh, and I like to be a girl. And I was right. like, I mean, part of me was like, okay, I think this is just the level of banter. Yeah. Right. right, okay. So this is funny for them. But then part of me wants to be like, what what's funny in dressing up as a girl? Right. <laughs> but then I was like, I can't really start. I can't really go in there and be like, uh, what's so funny about dressing up as a girl? Yeah. What's funny about being a girl? <laughs> why why is being a girl funny? Yeah. Are, you, are you taking the piss out of trans people? Is this a gay dig? What what are you doing? Like I didn't want to be like that person. Oh uh, yeah. So I just brushed it off. <laughs> but there was some really good like singers and stuff. So who won it? The guy who won did like a little cover of Birds Flying High. You know how I feel. Sun in the sky. You know how I feel. Whack reverb on that, Seth. <laughs> um, so yeah, he was good. And then I sung a little song at the end and it was good. It was all over and done within half an hour. And it's been the first job that I've done for weeks <laughs> so now i officially host business conferences so if you, if anyone's listening and wants me to host their monday morning friday morning any morning or evening conference 
You want a big sparkly drag queen? Well, I will do it now. That's my new job. It's good to add to the CV and good resume. Good to add to the CV. And you know what? I was just really thankful of them for supporting me. Um, I'm trying to save money as well. So I I always like fresh flowers in my house, don't I? Yeah. So I <laughs> went... There's a massive woods behind my house and in front of my house. Um, I live in the middle of the woods. No, I don't. But what am I doing? Am I drunk off the Baileys? <laughs> No. <laughs> I think I'm drunk off this Bailey's. <laughs> oh, well. What time is it? Oh, it's one fifteen pm it's, it's afternoon. I can be drunk. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've not been buying flowers. Yeah, you did. So, uh, and yes. You, and okay, you picked yes. twigs out the woods. And I picked twigs out the woods and I put them in a, in a vase, basically, yeah. And you know what? I think they look really nice. Yeah, they do, actually. You sent me some pictures. And on the pictures, they look gorgeous. It looks like... Um, Pictures from like a really cool um, interior design Instagram. Well, this is it. I was thinking, is it really sad if I start like a home style Instagram? Not if, not because if you... people keep saying, "Oh, I love your bathroom. I yeah. love this. Oh, I love that." And I love interior and I love home things. But then I always like second guess myself, and I'm like, I don't want people trying to think I'm like showing off or something. Not that I've I've got anything to show off particularly, but you know what people are like. Well, if you don't want to do an alias. Oh, but then it'd take me ages to build my followers up. I might as well be like, follow me home Instagram to my own Instagram. Yeah, you can do that a couple of times. And then keep the two separate. Anyway, it's, uh, it might become my new lockdown project. Uh, a home style Instagram. So, yeah. Have you been coming up with any new Instagrams? Me? Yes. Uh, no, I've not, no. Thirstyfuckboy.com? No, I do have a close friends now list. Oh. So, if... If you're lucky enough to be on that list, <laughs> you will get some Marvis Day pictures on Close Friends. Yeah, I have one of them too. We have, all the gays have got that now. The Close Friends is just where you can be a bit more thirsty. Yeah, and it's maybe people you fancy, people oh, yeah. you want to get a bit of attention off. Uh-huh. They're added to your Close Friends. Yeah. And it's, it's, Can and, I ask a question? Go on. You'll have to cut this out. No, do on there? No. Should get rid of her? He weren't on there initially. You have a weird relationship with people. I didn't get it until afterwards. Sorry, we just had a little catch up off there away from camera. Yeah. Away from <laughs> camera. Why do I think I'm filming for an episode of fucking Towie? <laughs> away from camera. Um, but basically, you've, you've had a hard time so far in lock up. What is it called? Lock up. Am I Am I drunk? Maybe. Sorry, hon. Um, this, is, this is the normal though, right? What? Close friends? No, <laughs> being drunk on a Wednesday afternoon. Well, I... Is this bad? Are we, am I going to come out with this, a fat alcoholic? Well, for those who didn't buy tickets, we had a live show and you were drunk on there as well. So this is I the, was left it so, on the live show. So this is the second live show. Sorry, this is the second show where you've been pissed on it. Right, I'm going to sober up. <laughs> Let me go and get a cider out the fridge to sober up. <laughs> <laughs> no, go on. We were talking about close friends. So you've got a thirsty close friends now. Yeah, and if you are lucky enough to be on that list... Um, you'll see thirsty pictures, and I always have a rule. If Can I just say, are you genuinely saying if you're lucky enough to be on the list? Well, only, only get lucky- over yourself, sis. <laughs> Fucking hell, you've got one Turkish hairline, and you think you're Brad Pitt? <laughs> um, God love you. Now, do you know what? Let Good me finish for you. what I was saying. Good for you. Go on, go on. Sorry, go on. So, I have a rule, though. I add people to the list, yeah, and if they don't react to the first two pictures. They're removed off the list because that just shows to me that they don't want to be on it. 
good idea. Because otherwise it's just dead embarrassing. They'll be like, why have they added me to the close friends? I don't want to be seeing these pictures. And if they did want to see them, they'd be like, like a flame emoji or like... Well, do you know what I do? Go on. This is really funny. I can't believe we've got onto this. What I do is I post on my normal Instagram slightly thirsty pics. Right. Now and again. Right. You know, where you can see a bit of the tum, a bit of the boob, a bit of the nip. Anyone that reacts to one of them. Right. You instantly get a ticket to me close friends. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And on that one, you see a full breast. Right. I'm with you. You know, you've got you've got to have these ways, haven't you? It's weird that we live in such a world where we just constantly crave attention. Well, some people don't, but I know we do. Oh, right. Do some people not constantly <laughs> crave attention? No, there's some people who don't. Oh, my God, that must be it. so boring, me and them. What the, fuck, what the fuck do they do? What do they do for, the, for, for attention? <laughs> jokes, some jokes. Of course, there's, more, there's better things in the world than craving attention. But you know what? While we're all on lockdown, it's whatever makes you feel good, isn't it? Of course. I, I've, I was in Tesco, actually, um, the other week. Speaking of people craving attention, I don't know whether this leads on, but I was in Tesco's. And there was this woman causing a scene. <gasps> she was screaming. She was screaming at the staff. The staff were being like, yeah, the rule's two metres and you're two metres. And she was like, I'm not being funny. Blah. Anyway, everybody in the Stockwood area, it was only small Tesco's. And it got me thinking, have you ever... Tesco Metro. Have you ever looked back on a situation where you've caused a scene in public and thought, why did I do that? Um, I don't think I've ever caused a scene in public. Like ever? that. I've never gone to that extent, but I remember once I was on an aeroplane on the way back from America and the guy in front of me pulled his chair right back. So I was like banging on his seat for ages. Why did you not just ask him to move his seat forward? I did. And then he just sort of turned around and went, I've got a bad back. And then I was like, I can't see my TV. And the woman turned around and was like, you can pull it out from underneath. And I said, no. And he wouldn't push it forward. So then I was like really annoying him. I, I was I was probably about 22 at the time. 20, <laughs> 23. Yeah, and I was pushing on the back of his seat and he was like, he was getting really angry and started shouting at me and I was like going, no, no, no and I kept my foot there and with the arrows, just had to come over and tell me off and then I was like Tell oh. you off? Yeah, I said Hang really... on, sorry, my coffee machine's going off in the background there So the arrows just came over Yeah and um, said to me like he can recline his seat like she was really nice she was like, we get this all the time but I will ask the people behind you if you can recline your seat and then everybody's a winner. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> and I look so you back, felt embarrassed when you look back? When I look back, I was like, but he pissed me off. And I thought the whole plane was definitely looking at this situation. Me being a grown ass adult, kicking the back of this guy's seat. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dickhead. <laughs> Bless. Do you know what? Um, sometimes I've had some kind of road rage where I've been embarrassed. Right. One time, I don't know if I've told you the story on here, but one time, some I actually was, I don't know what I'd done, but I know I was in the wrong, but this guy then like was swerving in front of me and really acting like a dickhead. So I like wound my window down, like this was years ago and I was like 18 in my car. And I was like, you fucking dickhead! You know, when you're out the window and you're like, Right, swearing. So I was doing all that, giving it the F and Jeff and flipping the birds, you know what I mean? (laughs) Flipping the bird, flipping the bird. And then about five minutes later, I'd gone into a shop and the guy had followed me all the way to the shops and I didn't realise. Right. And I was buying 
something for the dog at the time, my mum's dog. And I turned round and he was right in my face and he went, <laughs> what the fuck am I? And I was like... Did you shit yourself? Did I shit myself? <laughs> I burst into tears in the shop. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck am I? And I went... <gasps> And he went, am I a dickhead, yeah? Got the bollocks to say out out of your car, but not to me face, you little... Beep, 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 beep. And I was like... And it really did make me think about road rage. Right. (laughs) And since then, I've not really been road rageous. Right, you've been nervous to do it. I've not been nervous to do it, but I just don't see the point. And now I'm actually the opposite where... If Joe's in the car with me, he gets pissed off because I just let everybody go. Right. It just makes driving so much easier and nicer mm. than being like, nope, they're not getting in there. They're not pushing around me. And even if pe- everyone else is taking the piss, I just enjoy the drive a lot more. Yeah. But I drive a lot. I'm up and down the country like a blue ass fly. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Of course. I travel faster than the Rona. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um... That's the only time in my life I've felt embarrassed about my behaviour in in a public place because I burst into tears. <laughs> Did anybody say it in the shop? Yeah, when he, the woman walked out and then I just hammed it up to the woman and was like, he was really aggressively chasing me and I was asking him to leave me alone. And I like, just played the victim. <laughs> I didn't really want to be like, oh yeah, just on the roundabout up the road, I've been calling him a cunt. And... <laughs> the Gossip Gaze. Well, if you listened to our live show or watched it, unfortunately it's not available anymore, but we did announce... That we have got a sponsor, or working with an LGBTQ sex toy shop, clone zone. <laughs> sex toy shop? Sex toy shop? Sex toys? For sex toys, we've got them. And we've got the toys from the sex toy shop. Yes, we have teamed up with Clone Zone UK, and more specifically, Topher Taylor who is an adult star and sex educator. Now, Topher sent us some things to try out, didn't he, love? What did you receive? I received the Titus Silicone Series Puppy Tail Butt Plug, size wow. small. Wow, well, he misjudged you there then, didn't he, love, <laughs> if he sent you a small? Yeah. You should have got a size traffic cone. How did you find it, love? And the device is a gorgeous butt plug from the um, Titus range at Clone Zone. It has been designed to satisfy your urge to be on your knees, wag your tail and beg for attention. Now, I'm not, I would I would never identify as a pup or never done any sort of pup play, play. if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, reading the description of this, I'm, de- I'm definitely going to be trying it because the tail wobbles and wiggles as you do. So basically, the butt plug goes inside you and on the outside is like a little puppy tail and it's quite weighted to feel it. I was going to say, is that weighted so as you swivel your hips, it creates this perpendicular motion that makes the inside toy feel good. Is that correct? It Absolutely. So it wow. says that this luxurious plug gives your hole the delicious full feeling. The plug will wake Sorry, up... Sorry, can you not say that again like that? Because I know my mum listens to this and I don't know if she needs to know about any of our holes getting a delicious feeling. Carry just, on, carry just on. One, just one last thing. It says this plug will wake up your prostate sphincter Ooh. and your penis. And listen, I've seen, I seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes, the video yeah. and the picture of this toy. And to be honest, it's not just going to wake up your hole, it's going to wake up your neighbours as well because I don't know how you're going to shove that in without screaming. Oh, don't be, it's only small. Right, well, report back. 
report back when you do this. This is going to be a new monthly section. Yeah, so we're going to get... So Topher's going to be sending us out little bits. Right, for us to try. So I would definitely be trying this. It's not something I would actually buy within the shop seeing it. But what's the RRP on that, honey? So the recommended retail price for this is $39.99. Amazing. Okay. Now, I'll talk about mine. And then should we talk about how the other guys can get a bit of dollar off these yeah. toys if they want to try them themselves? Go on. What, what did you get? So I was sent out. <clears throat> are you ready for it? The Nexus Revo Intense Rotating Prostate Massager in Black. This incredible product. This is what they call it, incredible. I'll, I'll talk more about it right now. But this incredible product has been upgraded and it is better than ever. The new updated version has two-speed bi-rotary shaft that gently but surely massages the prostate as six-function perineum massager vibrates to give you simultaneous stimulation. What does this mean? You can control both independently, giving you 34 combinations of pleasure. And this is all for your prostate? All up your bum bum. Right. But it's also the way it's shaped. You've got to imagine if you put your thing, your hand out, your left hand, your right hand out in front of you, sorry. Yeah. And make the letter L. Yeah. And then with the top section of the letter L, just take it in a bit so the angle's not so much 90 degrees, but maybe... 65. We'll go for 65. I'm not very good at angles, but you get the picture. And this goes in and you've got these buttons on it. Now, this charges wirelessly. It's got no charger holes on it. Uh, it's waterproof. You can use it in the bath. You can use it in the shower. You can use it in the swimming pool on holiday. <laughs> right. So it's basically the iPhone of prostate massages. This is £120 RRP. Right. So, so this now, is I'm a... not a big sex toy mad person. So yeah. I would see £120 and think, oh, God, I can get a new blind for that. Right. Yeah. Oh, God, I need a rug for that. God, do you know what I mean? You get the picture. Right. I never go to spend that much on toys. However, let me tell you this. Has it changed your life? I felt embarrassed talking about this on camera. Now, I hadn't used it when I spoke about this on camera, but now no one can see me. I've got no shame. I have not been able to have any pleasure up there for months now because obviously we all know if you've been listening for a while yeah i still have two other bummels me anal fistulas <laughs> i've been suffering with a very bad illness meaning i've got two open wounds on a cheek yeah all bands going up my bum and out the holes and it's just a bit it's a bit nasty sorry sorry if you are having your cocoa pops or whatever um but yeah so this is the first time i've cleaned myself out a bit yeah i'm at a, at a play up there right it were fantastic. Would you recommend the product? W- w- I would 100% recommend it. Right. If you are stuck on lockdown. Yeah. And you are looking for a new toy. Yeah. This, this does about, well, how many did I say it did? It feels like it does about 20 different, oh, it does 34. 34 different combinations. Well, obviously I've not tried all 34 different combinations because this thing, this thing's got the moves. This thing can dance and backflip and flip flop and death drop. <laughs> this, this is a good. Dev- I can't tell you much more about it until you've tried it. Right. It feels very nice. It's super soft. It's easy to wash. Yeah. As I said, it's wireless recharging. I've not had any pleasure up there for eight months. Right. This made me feel inadequate. The whole job will finish within five minutes if you get what if you get my drift. 
<laughs> this was buzzing its way into my heart. Right, I'm with you. And I can't wait to use it again. So if you want to purchase Basically. any of those products that we have just spoke about, head over to the Clone Zone website and if you use the code The Gossip Days with a Z, you get 10% off. So that's right, you've got 10% off using the code The Gossip Gaze, and that's over at clonezonedirect.co.uk. That's clonezonedirect.co.uk. The Gossip Gaze. So this week, it is the first ever Lesbian Visibility Week. Ooh, hello, lesbians. So one of the aim of Lesbian Visibility Week is to show the solidarity with every woman within the LGBTQ plus community, as well as celebrate lesbians. It is essential that Lesbian Visibility Week is a voice for unity and lifts up all women, especially all those that come from marginalised communities. Did you know, right, in a recent survey, it shows that gay women are almost twice as unlikely to be out within the workplace? Wow. Than their other gay male colleagues. Do you know what? Do you not think it's a little bit more acceptable for gay men to be gay men than it is women to be out lesbians? Often when there's LGBTQ plus representation on TV, it's a gay man. Yeah. And even when it's a gay man, I'd say often it's a white gay man on top of that. And then a very camp gay man yeah on top of that as well so it's hitting the stereotype so it's always what straight people go to as gay straight away does that make sense yeah so a week like this is important because we need to be celebrating our lesbian sisters around us Mm -hmm. and making making it more acceptable for any female who identifies as something other than heterosexual. Yeah. To feel confident, powerful, and out and proud, just like we can be. Absolutely. Um, the Lesbian Visibility Week also says, um, building on this week, they want to create a week that recognises, celebrates, and importantly supports lesbians, bisexuals, transgender, and queer women across the UK to be their true selves at work, home, and in society. Wow. So we, shared it on our, we shared it on our socials this week, didn't we, Belle? We did indeed. And we got talking about some of our fave lesbian icons. We did. Have you got any for me today, girl? So some of the people I think we need to be highlighting here yeah. is Amanda Lestenberg. Now, she is from The Hunger Games. Who um, does she play? So she is The Hunger Games star. So she played Rue in the first film. She was the kid. She was the kid in The Hunger Games who died. That is correct. So she was in the first one. So how old is she now then? So she's 21 now. So she's out loud and proud lesbian so she's studying filmmaking to better portray women of color in film wow fabulous so who have you got wow and so how old is she she's 21 so i think she could be the next big deal then hopefully that's what she's trying to achieve i think filmmaking filmmaking world well listen do you know who i've got do you remember jacqueline wilson the writer tracy beaker tracy beaker among many well, she recently came out at the age of 74 as oh. gay. Wow. I always find it not not weird, but I could have never gone that long personally and not said a peep. To be fair, I came out the womb with a rainbow flag in my hand. So I think it was very clear, but God bless her. How old is she then? 74. Wow. I know. This is what I'm saying, but... I think when you're 74, you have grown up in a bit of a different time. And she says here that she's lived with her partner, Trish, for the last 18 years. And they're very, very happy together. 
maybe she just didn't have to make, feel the need to make it public then. Oh. Well, I think so because I did read an article where she basically said that she never, um, she's never really been in any kind of closet. She said, um, and it'd be really old news. Anyone that has ever known anything much about her. Right. So when she came out this month publicly as lesbian, it wouldn't have been like any of a shock to any of her friends or family. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. So anyway, I've got Jacqueline Wilson there as one of my top uh, lesbian women that I think we should be looking at. Have you got another one for us, Billy? I do. I have got Cynthia Nixon, the Sex in the City star. Do you remember her? Oh, who does she play? She played Miranda in Sex in the City. Yeah, so she starred in Sex in the City for years, came out during the show, and she um, also starred in a powerful short film highlighting the conflicting and damaging messages women are bombarded with, with everyday life. She's probably one of the most famous lesbians I know of, actually. Along with Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, but I'm not into Ellen at the minute. I'm not. What's she done that's been she's just She's just a little bit out of touch. She tweeted this big thing about being... Um, Feeling like she was in prison on lockdown right. from her like fucking three million pound mansion or something with all the grounds in the back, and she very quickly deleted the video. And people say how out of touch she is, and I think though at the time when she was coming out, that was very progressive for yeah. a female comedian who then came out as lesbian. What what you do find is people who who may have been very progressive back in the day, right? It's like everyone gets to a certain le- level and then they stop being as progressive. Because the whole thing with progression is it's constantly moving, it's constantly changing. Right. Constantly things are becoming a little bit more acceptable, nudge by nudge. So just because they were ex- they were really forward thinking back in the 90s, people have accused RuPaul of the same thing. Right. Being really forward thinking and really progressive in the 90s, but today being a little bit more out of touch. I'm not saying that's my personal opinion. However, it's an opinion of many on many prolific LGBTQ plus campaigners from back in the day. Right, wow. Which actually leads me nicely on to my next person, uh, which is uh, Phyllis. Phyllis Aku Apoku Jiminaha is my pronunciation of that. And I do, do apologise if it's wrong, but most people know her as Lady Phil. She's actually really well known across the UK as uh, the director of UK Black Pride. And she was also one of the founders of UK Black Pride. And she's also uh, currently the trustee of the LGBT rights charity Stonewall. Wow. Yeah. So she's big, 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 big personality on on that scene. And she's done a lot of work for for black rights, for lesbian rights, trans rights. Uh, so I think she deserves a special mention. Are you there? Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, it's breaking up then. I just said we've got a few more if you want to talk about them. Uh, yeah okay i'll go for it so do you want to tell us about jane adams honey so jane adams was actually born in 1860 and died in 1935 and she's recognized as being a significant activist in women's suffrage social work and is the first american woman and lesbian to win a nobel peace prize Ooh, go on queen she helped america focus on its issues that really affected mothers like local public health and the needs of children She's often credited as the founder of the social work in America and she died in 1935 because... She died in 1935. People say that she was the best-known female public figure in the States and she was a lesbian. 
And apparently she was actually one of the first people to ever receive an honorary degree from Yale. <gasps> Clever bitch. Mm, that's cute, isn't it? Uh, historians also found some cute letters between her and her partner during periods where they were apart, where Jane Adams says to her partner then, Mersey Rosette Smith, I miss you dreadfully and I'm yours till death. Ah, oh, no! I wish I do them part. Cute little lesbians from history there. So I want to highlight Ruth Ellis, not to be confused with the UK's Ruth Ellis. Our Ruth Ellis was a model, a nightclub host, uh, who ended up being the last woman hanged in the in the fifties after she murdered her secret lover. And it's gone down as this murder case that people are still obsessed with, basically, because it's so dramatic. Uh, it's worth a Google if you're into that kind of thing. But we're talking about the Ruth, Ruth Ellis, the activist. Uh, she was an African-American woman born in 1899, known as the oldest surviving open lesbian and LGBTQ rights activist because she came out at 16 and lived until she was 101. Wow. Yeah. So just to put that into perspective, she was the only open black lesbian in 1915 all the way until 2002. Um, she did say that she never had to come out to her family because they were just that accepting of her. Aww. Yeah, she met her partner um, in the 20s and their house became known as the gay spot, which was used somewhere for gay and lesbian parties, but also as a refuge for LGBT people who needed it. Ruth would support people by giving them food, books and helping them with college tuition. I love that. Uh, for gay and lesbian parties, we always have loved a party, haven't we? The gays love a party, but do you yeah. know what? Um, this Ruth Ellis, is it just was a little bit of lesbian history that touched me. It was beautiful. Yeah. Oh. oh, well, happy Lesbian Visibility Week to everybody out there, whether you are lesbian, bisexual, transgender, women out there listening, be out, be proud and be visible this week. Yeah, it's, I find sometimes it's hard for us as two... You know, two white gays to sit here and be like, show a diverse spectrum of people. And ideally, I would have liked to have had a couple of guests on this week. But obviously, lockdown yeah. fucking ruins everything. But there are some people that we wanted to shine a little light on and say a big bravo. And I think very soon as well, we're going to be showing a diverse array of people on our show. Hopefully, one of the big projects that we do want to get involved with, and now seems like a brilliant time to say it, is we are looking to <clears throat> shine a light on different sections and different people from the LGBTQ plus community. So if you are maybe an adult baby or uh, a queer woman who's an artist or, you know, some, we're looking for interesting people here. It's hard for me to give an exact example yeah. because... We don't know. We want real people. That's the whole point. Like, I can I can say, oh, we, we're really looking for a lesbian firefighter to talk to. Right. I mean, which would be great. But we, we, we need you guys to go, oh, my God, I think, actually, I've got a story to tell and I'm really interested. Yeah. And, you know, people who are outside of the box, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd like to think I was outside of the box a little bit, but it's hard to tell. And obviously, as well, we don't know how many people are going to reply. Sorry, I got a frog in my throat there. I said I don't. Obviously, as well, we don't know how many people are going to reply to this. Yeah. So we could get everyone applying, saying, thinking that they're really interested, and actually, it turns out that we're not really looking for what you're putting forward to us. Is this fair enough to say? 
Yeah, basically we can't have everybody on the show. Yeah, basically what I'm trying to really politely say is we can't have everybody on the show. But we, what we want to do is we want to run a new segment of the show as soon as lockdown lifts. Divulging into a nice, big, diverse section of the community. And we want to literally have a 10-minute check-in with you, find out who you are, what you do, what your job is, um what you identify as or who you identify as and tell your story tell your story and the whole aim of this is not to be intrusive but is to to try and educate and spread spread awareness of all the different kinds of people that there is that makes up the lgbtq plus community because there's a lot of people in this community girl and a lot of people who don't get maybe their voices heard. Exactly. And you know what? While we've got this little platform, we want to share it with as many people as possible. So if you think you are an interesting character in the LGBTQ plus community, then get involved. Talk to us. Email us at the gossip gaze. That's with a Z at the end. That's the gossip gaze at gmail.com or get in touch with us across our social medias, which is what, Bill? At the gossip gaze, <clears throat> spelt with a Z at the end as well. Well, speaking of diversity and all the things that we were talking about in the Lesbian Awareness Week, yes. something that's hit the news this week is that the UK Online Pride, they were basically going to do, because all these events are getting cancelled out, the Pride events, such and such, all these performers are not going to be performing at Pride events. Um, so UK Online Pride decided to do an online Pride, basically. And so this raise, was a virtual Pride, wasn't it? Um, I believe so, yes. And the aim was to raise money towards the NHS and to have all these acts on and other little bits and bobs. However, um, they have decided to cancel the event um, due to the acts not being diverse enough and people complaining. It was mainly white gay men on the lineup. So so let me just get this straight. Was, was the lineup all all white or did we have some people of colour on this lineup? It was very, very, very white. Right. So it just wasn't diverse. It wasn't diverse enough to be an LGBTQ plus event. Well, and and have people called this out rightly so, yeah? Yeah, so um what they did was they start they they basically put an advertisement out for acts to apply to be part of it. They booked the acts as they came in and um they just didn't they say they didn't get enough diverse people applying, which is why the lineup was was what it was. And then when people complained, they decided to Bullshit, look at the line. Bullshit, Vivian. <laughs> Bullshit. No, it, I think I think I'm glad people of the community have called it out. Do I think it was intentional? Definitely not. It would have been overlooked. It probably didn't have any diverse people running it. So therefore, they didn't think it mattered. And unfortunately, that is a problem that you see with a lot of events. And until the people are called out on it, it happened a while ago in Manchester Gay Village where there was basically no people of colour on our club posters. And until people started calling it out, that's when they started changing. And to be fair, it was our friend who decided to call it out. Our friend, Aaron, who um, you can follow him at at Bougie Bates. I'm sure you love the shout out. But he was the one who um, called it out. And since then, the whole gay village in Manchester has been a lot more aware and a lot more diverse on their posters. Yeah, no, it really has, actually. It really, really has. Uh, One thing I do find very interesting is from this virtual pride... um, just as you were telling me then, I thought, I'm sure I've seen some, some tags. So I've just got on my Twitter and scrolled back. And they announced it on the 24th. It's official coronavirus might have postponed most prides this summer, but virtual prides come into your living room. Somebody tagged, we need frock destroyers. 
And we also need Vivian, the Vivian Danny Beard charity shop. So blah, 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 blah. And they responded, we've reached out to all of the above and are hoping to hear back from them soon. People want you to be part of the virtual pride. Oh, and then they tag Vivian and obviously all the drag race girls and none of the other people that they'd suggested. Um, I just want to say no one did reach out to me from virtual pride. Right. So they've said online they reached out to me and they didn't. But on top of that, if they're saying they reached out to people on this tweet, but on there they're saying, "Oh, we only we only had to go through people that that applied." Yeah, there seems to be a bit of a seems to be a bit of a conflict there, doesn't there? Yeah, there does actually. <laughs> so, have you reached out to people or have you not? Yeah, because now they're saying that they they haven't, whereas before they were saying they have, and they definitely didn't reach out to me. I've checked. Yeah, so I've checked with Gordon. Nobody's come to me and asked me to do this event. So you, so you've definitely not been asked to this. I definitely haven't been asked to it anyway, and um, <clears throat> I just find it very suspicious that I've got a tweet in front of me saying we've reached out to people, and then their statement was, "Well, we weren't reaching out to anybody." That said, they didn't reach out to me. So yeah, you know, um, the, the, it's just a poorly organised event that's backfired. I think when we ever, I think going forward, this should set a precedent now for any. Any any space, any event should be thinking about inclusivity. Yeah. About diversity. Giving people of different cultures, backgrounds, sexualities, genders, identities, race, religion, a equal opportunity on our Pride stages. A massive part of Pride for me going forward is about having Pride in our community, about having pride in the diversity in our community. So if something like that isn't there, then what the fuck? Yeah. It's not a pride event to me. So I'm sad that it's gone. I saw a lot of things online saying, oh, this is what happens. You know, everyone spoils things for each other. Now now a really good event isn't going ahead. Well done to the people spoiling it. And I get people want to hold someone accountable for, but really you need to hold the organisers accountable for not making it diverse. So I think I think it'd be only fair to read their official statement. So what does their full official statement say, Bill? Now, it is quite long and I've read... Um, basically, we've gone over the main points. Um, they just blabber on about in early 2019 we added the black and brown stripe onto our logo to show that we are huge supporters of everybody in the LGBTQ plus community and although we did not please some folk it was important to us to keep it and show that we are moving forward and wanting to include diversity the question of was there enough diversity in the lineup to raise money definitely not would we have loved more 100% yes uh, do we deserve the amount of negativity hate and abuse as a result of this lineup question mark um, and that's basically it. Hmm. I don't know who's organising this. I don't know who's behind it. Um, maybe it's not. It's not. It's all a bit raw and a bit ten- tender right now. Maybe in a few months we can look to do something similar and bigger again, where it's just a bit more diverse. Agreed. There's nothing else more that needs to be said on it. If you're creating an event, if you're part of an event, make sure it's fucking diverse. It's not hard. <laughs> All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. Forgive me, I've just put my washing machine on and I've just put it on a quick wash. So it might do a little singing dance at the end of this. No worries. So I have to apologise in advance. Um, 
listen it's time for listeners letter section of the show it's our favorite section of the show well it's definitely mine uh, and you can get involved how you can email us at the gossip days with a z not an s let we call at gmail.com or but- any of our socials that's at the gossip days with a z yeah so that's the gossip gaze at gmail.com is that washing machine too loud can you hear it in the back you're right Let's you sure? go for it, yeah. Should we go for it? Uh, so, we've got this week. Hi, gays, and loads of love hearts. So, I've actually had this issue for a while, but to be fair, it's not been a massive deal. It's only become an issue since isolation, which is why I'm writing in now. Our neighbours are this really nice lesbian girl couple. Neither of me or my flatmate know them massively well. Uh, I don't know their names, and I haven't really spoken to them, but we've smiled in the corridor, which is like, which I think in a lot of apartment blocks is huge. True. Wow. I've never had a, done apartment living. Oh, actually, I did in uni. See, but we got on with everyone and spoke to everyone. Yeah, that's just you in uni, though, but I've lived in apartment blocks in Manchester for five, six years, and I didn't know my neighbours one bit. Right, okay, fair enough. Um, But they are very, very vocal. Like, very vocal in bed. Like I said, it wasn't an issue before, but now we're in lockdown, it's like they've made shagging their nine-to-five job. (laughs) My flatmate has it worse, as her bedroom is actually next to theirs, but I can still hear it from mine. That's how bad it is. It's making it really hard for both of us to work from home. I know I should speak to them, um, but here's the issue I have with that. A, oh, we'll get an A, B, C. A, uh, it's in the day, so can we be mad? B, we don't really know them, so how can we go over and address this without making things horrifically awkward? C, it's not just moaning, it's vocal. Right. Vocals in capitals here. Uh, They can talk the house down with their dirty talk. Whoa. (laughs) They can talk the house down with their dirty talks. Honestly, some of the things they say to each other would leave you shook. But to be fair, I think I'm too gay to understand half of them. (laughs) We wouldn't just be saying we can hear you having sex. They would be able to figure out that we've heard everything else. And that would just be mortifying for them. Sorry for the essay. Let me know what you guys think. Andrew, XOXO. I love it. I don't know if we've ever had an XOXO before. (laughs) XOXO. So let's go over this. Uh, This is the nearest we could get to a lesbian issue for today's Lesbian Visibility Week. Yeah. So apologies um, that it's it's not a lesbian issue, but being non-lesbians ourselves, we would probably find it hard to answer for some lesbian issues. Of course, yeah. Not all, but some. Anyway, that's by the by. This is our lesbian issue. And the issue is the lesbians, unfortunately, for Andrew. <laughs> and it is them talking dirty talk dirty and having talk. loud sex. Mm. Is, is this right? Oh, it's my, can you hear that? Yeah, can a little you, bit. That is me washing machine guzzling. It shut me up. I thought my neighbours were at it. Listen, I don't really see... I don't actually think sexuality even comes into this really at all here. Um... Basically, you've got two neighbours who are having really loud sex and they do really loud dirty talk and foreplay before it. You could write... Is that your stomach? It is not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it's the washing machine. I knew I shouldn't have put it on. It's on a quick 15-minute wash. Should we continue in 15 minutes? No, I just say just carry on. You won't be able to say that much. Sorry, everybody. Um, But what you've got here is you've basically just got an issue with your neighbours having really loud sex in the day. And okay, it's going to be mortifying for them, but 
Do you know what? Why don't you bake some goodies and pop a little note in there? P.S. P.S. We can hear uh, you. P- <laughs> here's some goodies that I baked in isolation for you. Put rainbows on them so they know they're from the gay neighbours. Gays stick together. Yeah. And just pop a little note. P.S. I'm sure your life sounds really fun, but I'm finding it hard to work from home with with your loud, dirty talk. No. 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 I say all the time, honesty is the best policy. Right. And... Right, wait a minute. You've just moved into a new house. Yeah. Put yourself in this position. Imagine you could hear your neighbours having sex throughout the day. What would you do? You don't really know them. Okay, well, this is the thing. It's not going to be disturbing me working from home. Joe's on furlough at the moment, so he's not working. Imagine it was, though. So if it was disturbing my work from home... I would knock on. Right. Face to face, and I would say, Hi, I'm really sorry, but are you able to just keep the noise a little bit down during the day? I understand it's during the day and you can do what you want, but I am trying to work from home and it's become really distracting. Right. Um, I've got to be on a lot. I mean, I don't know what they do from home, but you could even say something like, you know, I've got to be on a lot of Skype calls and I can kind of hear... What's going on. What's going on. Yeah. And it's just be, be a bit awkward for me. I've tried moving. I've tried rearranging the Skype calls for, for later on in the day, but I never know when it's going to kick off. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I really don't want this to be an issue between us at all. Yeah. And, you know, go back to doing what you just want to do whenever you want. But just so you know, it's home. very audible through these <laughs> through these walls. Ah. And yeah, it's an awkward conversation, but nobody likes having an awkward conversation. Yeah. They're not going to like it. You're not going to like it, but it's not your behaviour that's got you there. Yeah. And hopefully they'll be quite embarrassed. Like, like, like if that were me and my neighbour's not trying to say yeah. I can hear you, I would be so embarrassed and we would be keeping it down from then on. Well, this is the thing. I wouldn't want them to be embarrassed either, but then it, you've written into a podcast here to say fucking help me what am I going to do these yeah. people are shagging that loud I don't know the best way to approach it so obviously it's put you in an awkward position and they've done that not you maybe you could go around with the treats so they know you're not like pissed off pissed off yeah, yeah. Um, put little rainbows on them so you know your day <laughs> well, but then you can you. but then that's why I think the treats yeah with a note is it's showing that you're not pissed off, but it's also saying, look, this is... I, I think... You could even pop, I've written a note to make it less awkward. No? You, you, if you feel like you can't speak to them and say those words, then yeah, write a note. But I think it would be a best approach to go around with the goods, just be like, hi, I'm just checking on you, make sure you're all right. Here's some big goods. Just so you know, I work these hours and you, you and your partner are quite vocal throughout the day. Um, is there any chance you could keep it down? That's what I would probably yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Keep it nice. Keep it short. Keep it simple. Yeah. Don't overcomplicate it. Your advice is here, fucking pluck up the courage and That's either go round yeah. yourself or send a nice little treat parcel round or flowers or a plant or something with a thing on it saying. Yeah. And keep it friendly. Keep it fun. Just, you know, you don't have to knock on and be like, yo, lesbian, be really fucking loud, man. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, be th- be that person. You can go and be just be like, girls. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> the hardest bit is going to be to pluck up the courage to knock on that door and say it. So if you don't want to do that, don't do that. Send them a note. Yeah. 
but just don't make it passive aggressive and try and sweeten it up yeah the gossip gaze oh that's the end of the show 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 can you hear me can you hear me sorry i'm just fixing me thing can you hear me yeah i can hear you yeah that's fine would you know what i've got to be honest with you billy i am not i'm not in a good place this week why are we ending on negative we're not ending on a negative i'm ending on a real Go on then. This is real. This is how I'm feeling. I'm not in a good place this week. I've been doing these little bathroom sessions to try and focus my energy and my creativity and give myself a goal each week to achieve something. But instead, it's just filling me with such anxiety. It's making me stressed. I'm going into the filming of it, not enjoying myself. All tight and tense. And then I'm hitting bum notes and I'm getting stressed out. Where normally when I perform, it's in, it's for a live audience. And it, I don't have that pressure of, of you need this take to be... Perfect. Every note perfect, do you know what I mean? And I've got a whole show around it that's comedy and interactive with the audience and they're there in front of me i can gauge how they're enjoying it and tailor it to them this is this is a different kind of pressure that i've never felt so what are you gonna scrap it no i'm not gonna scrap it i'm gonna power on because i've said i'm gonna do it so i want to finish and complete it but it's made me learn a lot about how i sing actually physically sitting down and recording myself singing a full song from start to finish live has made me realize how i need to work on my timing my pitching right i'm not saying the shit they're not shit right all right yeah but you want to better yourself oh my god 100 percent. i am not happy well maybe though this is like a bit of a kick up the ass to be like actually i want to be better I i always know i want to be better but one thing I always thought I could rely on was me singing. You can do, you are and now good. I'm a, and now I'm like, well, bitch, if you can't rely on that, you've got work to do. Right. Maybe it's just shaking myself up and maybe I've gotten a bit comfortable yeah. over the last 12 months, a bit longer. Maybe I've just gotten comfortable of being used to being booked, being used to being busy at the weekends and not being able to actually sit and focus and think what needs work. Right. And... I'm going to take the positive from it. I'm going to power on. I'm going to continue to work on it. I'm going to continue to work on new songs and stuff for this little series and see where we are at the end of it. Brilliant. If I look back at the end of it and I hate all the videos, I'll just delete them. What, what's the worst? Right, thing yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've never said I'm the best, I want, but I always want to try and be the best. There's a difference. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, that's where my head's at this week. And you know what? It's like, how many weeks is this now into it? Like... I can't work out one day if I'm enjoying it or the next day if I'm depressed and in a hole and want to see everyone and get out of here. It's a bit of a roller coaster of emotions, really. Honestly. And yeah, that's that. But I think it's important to show the good and the bad. And, and I think overall, I think we're doing... We're keeping our morale up on here and we're positive, aren't we? Trying as best. Trying as best. Trying as best. So we'll see you same time, same place next week, girls. Get involved. Leave us a review over on our Apple podcast page. Uh, Leave us a review on Facebook. Get involved with listeners' letters. Send us your notes. Tell us what you're doing. Send us your thoughts. Send us your feelings. Send us your vibes. We want to know. We want you to get involved while you're on lockdown. Because why? We love you. See you next week. Bye. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. United Kingdom. Finally, 12 points to the United Kingdom. 12 points go to the United Kingdom. Apologies for interrupting your podcast, but we wanted to tell you about our show that we think you might enjoy. We're Robin James, the hosts of the Eurotrip, the world's favourite Eurovision podcast. Join us every week as we build up to this year's contest in Malmö in Sweden. We'll be chatting to the artists, the fans and the people behind the world's biggest TV spectacular. Here's a taste of what you can expect. If the BBC rang you, Petra, to come and host a a show, would you do it? In a heartbeat. I mean, our ambition is to win and for it to be another watershed moment for Eurovision for the UK. Queen Lorene, Eurovision winner. Did you ever think you would be back here again? I get goosebumps. No way! Just search The Eurotrip wherever you listen to podcasts.